We offer these podcasts freely and your support really makes a difference. To make a donation, please visit patreon.com slash Ozkan Ozlem. Hello everyone, it's Özlem Özkan, your host from Amsterdam. Welcome to the Bridging Podcast. In my search of being the best version of myself, I create this podcast. I go in conversation with people from all over the world. We talk about the narrative in our heads, meditation, goal setting, habits, consciousness, self-awareness and many other things about personal growth. Join me. You can hit the button to follow me on Instagram or LinkedIn in the episode notes. Are you ready? I am ready. I'm also ready. ready. I'll ever be. <laughs> Born ready? <laughs> Born ready, yeah. Okay. Lou Niestad, Lou welcome Niestad. to the Bridging Podcast. Thank you so much. Can you introduce yourself first oh of all? Oh my God, you start with the hardest question. Yeah. <laughs> this is something that is really hard because every time I'm like, I do this, I do that. So, and then it always changes. So what is the one steady thing is that I am a mom mm -hmm. of three daughters and I am a grandma of four grandchildren, like age eight to age three weeks. Yeah. Uh, so that is, I would say my core business because that has been the more steady one. Yeah. Uh, I am an author. I am an illustrator, an artist. I am an entrepreneur. I'm a teacher. Um, those are the things that I do. Yeah. And what I am is a, I would say, yeah, I would say I'm a mom and a nana. Oh, yeah. so nice to yeah. say that. I'm a mom and a nana. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so I know you do so many, many things because before you came, I actually did a lot of research yes, about you. Yes, you did. I love I was that. surprised because it started with two of my friends saying like, hey, you should talk to Lou Niestad. And thank you, friends. Yeah, thank yeah, you, friends. Thank and you, I was friends. like, who is Lunista, first of all? And then I was looking up, looking you up, and I saw many, many things. You came on the podcast of different uh, uh, podcasters. You have pockets of joy. You have yep. pockets of freedom. Yep. You have a, a love attraction course online. Yep. You're a teacher. Uh, as I am a teacher, we yeah, both I love uh, that. Yeah, that I was love actually that. very Your friends funny. were so right. Yeah, yeah. they also said like you will match. Yeah. You will match. You have yeah. to talk to her. Yeah. So actually, um, thank you so much for coming, and thank you uh, your uh, support, Sasha, that she arranged this meeting. I'm really privileged uh, to well, have you here. Same here. Same here. Thank you so much for the invitation. Of course. Yeah, of I course. Love this. So let's start first with the law of attraction. Yeah. Because, you know, I listened to many things, what you talked about. Yeah. And what grabbed my attention was the law of attraction. Yeah. You know, I've been uh, reading a lot of books about it. And I was like, now someone in the Netherlands who is talking about it and she lives it. Yeah. She doesn't only talk yeah. it, but she lives it. Can you first of all define for us what does the law of attraction mean? The law of attraction, I think, in its simplest form is what you... The words are creating your world. The words you speak are creating the world. The words you speak are creating your thoughts. And with your thoughts, you're creating this feeling, either a good feeling or a, a bad feeling. And that feeling is the vibration that you send out that we cannot see. This is the law of attraction. It's a neutral law. We can't see it, but you can feel it. And the only way we know if the law of attraction is actually working for us or against us mm -hmm. is how we feel. So with our thoughts, we create this feeling and this feeling creates a vibration and that vibration matches like the quantum field, the universe. And that is where the law of attraction works. It's like the same as like the law of gravity, which you cannot see. Yeah. And it's, it's just a neutral law as well. I mean, nobody, you cannot fall up. You can only fall down. Mm -hmm. We have to work with the law. We have to be aware of the law because the law does not make any, um, it, we wouldn't say, well, you know, Lou, her book is not out yet. She, I mean, we let her fall up. Yeah. No, I will fall down as well. So I have to be the one to be sure that I work with the law. And that is the same with the law of attraction. It's a neutral law. It just gives you 
more of what you think about. So what you think about, you bring about. So to sum up this definition, what you said from actually a very complex topic and yeah. a very like deep topic. So you have a thought, that thought turns into an experience, what you actually throw out into the universe. Yeah, it, it creates a feeling. Mm. What you think is it creates a feeling inside. And we're yeah. so many times we're not aware of what we're, feel, what we're feeling, yeah. but what we are feeling is what we're actually vibrating and that is what matches the law of attraction. The law of attraction can only do one thing and that is match your vibe. Yeah. So if I would say, for example, now as thought, hey, I have a great time with Lou. Yeah. So that thought will also make me experience that I have a great yeah. time with you. And this is when it gets tricky because we, sometimes we try to talk ourselves into things. Yeah. But we feel actually something else. Yeah. Like, and this is... Especially mm, when you start when you start working with the law of attraction, you know that your words will create your world and that your thoughts will create reality. Then you think, okay, oh my God, I can't think anything negative anymore because if I think anything negative, I will attract something negative. But if you like start to think positive, yeah, because you're like, oh, I, I got to think positive, so you create positive words. Exactly. But if, like, for instance, with this you would actually feel anxious because you're, oh my God, am I prepared enough? Oh my yeah, God, yeah, what's yeah, you going to yeah, think? Yeah. Then you can like talk it into existence. Like, okay, well, I'm going to have a very, very good time. Yes. But then if the feeling underneath is a feeling of anxiety and, and insecurity and all these thoughts and feelings, that is what you will attract. Mm. So it is... But actually, okay, the feeling, let's say in my tummy is like, oh, I'm with Lou now. Oh, did I prepare enough, good enough yeah. and all. But while I think, maybe or say the words, I have a great time. But the feeling will actually be overwhelmed yeah. by the yeah. thought, the other thought. But how will I, can I get aware of which thought is creating that feeling? You're gonna have, it's better to do it the other way around because we have like 60 to 80,000 thoughts a day mm-hmm. and 95%, 95% of yeah. those thoughts are recurring thoughts. Like the thoughts we thought yesterday, the day before yesterday, yeah. last week, last yeah. month, yeah. when yeah. we were yeah. six, like yeah. forever. Mm-hmm. 95% of the 60 to 80,000 thoughts that we have each day. Yeah. So to realize what you're thinking... Well, good luck with that, because that, those are so many thoughts. But for feelings and emotions, it, those are less. So it's easier to realize, okay, what do I feel? Yeah. Instead of what am I thinking? Mm-hmm. Because if you realize what you're feeling, because like you said, you might be thinking we're going to have a great time. Yeah. But if you're not aware that anxiety, it's not a good, it's like, it's, it's like a bad example because yeah, the anxiety is not there. But it's like, if that would be the case, yeah. then... If you if you stop for a second and ask yourself, okay, what am I thinking? What am I feeling? And I'm feeling this anxiety. It's like, oh, what am I thinking? If I feel this anxiety, mm. then I can change it around to what am I thinking? And then I what realize kind of thinking. What kind of thought is attached to that exactly? Feeling? What is the what mm. is the thought that created this feeling? And then you can like reverse engineer and think, oh, I thought, what if I'm not prepared enough? Yeah. Or what if she thinks it's stupid or what, whatever yeah, we're thinking. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh, if I'm thinking that, no wonder I'm feeling like this. And our job is to raise that vibration to like at least a tilting point of feeling okay. Yeah. Like I'm okay, I'm good enough, we're doing fine. Can I think something? Can you think yourself into another feeling? And now you know you listen to Abraham Hicks as well, mm-hmm. Esther Hicks. And this is, they call it the better feeling thought. Can I have a better feeling thought? Mm-hmm. Can I think something that will make me feel better? Yeah. And sometimes it's, it's difficult to like make it like a quantum leap in thinking, but maybe I can tweak it a little bit. Maybe I can think something in that feels a little bit better. Well, Might not be perfect yet, but if I can feel like slightly better, I will just get the law of attraction to work for me again because I feel better. So what helps me a lot is actually at moments like that I don't uh, feel good, let's say. Sometimes I can't get myself out of that feeling and I need to feel through it, feel through it, feel through it until yeah. it leaves because yeah, nothing it will, will exa- exist exactly. forever. But, you know, if I, every morning, for example, I often uh, write uh, a gratitude list, uh-huh. you know, keep a gratitude list. 
And once I do that, I already start the morning with a frequency. Yeah. And it does not mean that during the day that my frequency goes uh, stays only up. It no. sometimes goes down. But because it I will. already started high up with that frequency, usually the whole morning I can yeah. just go on with the high frequency. I think that also will help. Absolutely. And Murphy's Law is the same law as the Law of Attraction. So it's up to us whether we get out of bed with Murphy yeah. in the morning. Because we have this negativity bias. Our brain will go there for sure. Mm -hmm. It is the first thing. We, and this is why it's so such a good idea to do these things in the morning. The minute you wake up to realize, okay, what am I feeling? Yeah. And you will realize that you're feeling, oh my God, I didn't have enough sleep. Oh my God, I'm like, I'm already behind. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. Mm -hmm. And it's like, okay, what was I thinking? Yeah. If, like if you feel rushed already or you feel like you're, didn't, like you're sleep deprived or whatever. Yeah. Like, oh, I was thinking I didn't get enough sleep again. Oh my God, I don't want to do this. Oh my God, I want to stay in bed. If I'm thinking that, then the law of attraction can only do one thing. Yeah. It will match your vibe. I so guess. if you start out that way, it will give you something else to complain about and something else to complain about and, and it will go on and on and on. And this is why Murphy's Law is the same law it's the it's the it's the side of the law yeah when we think like all the things that can go wrong will go wrong is murphy's law yeah and all the things that will go right shall go right is like the law of attraction working for us in both ways it's the law of attraction i think there's also a quote from someone i don't know what this is this person said like either you believe it or not you are right, right. so Every you forward. might believe it yeah. or not you are right. Henry Ford, yeah. whether you think you can or can't, yes. you are right. You are so right. this is yes, what we yes. teach exactly. in class, right? Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So about also the morning thing, I want to say, you know, I went to the retreat of Dr. Joe Dispenza. Did you yeah. also go? Did you? No, I didn't go. Don't go. I, and he's also a lot about, you know, your frequency. Uh, you can uh, change that much better when you are just when you before you just sleep or yeah. after you wake up yeah so he also recommends like to do the meditations just right after you wake up yeah. because you are not really fully awake so you might reach your subconscious mind much better easier than, easier yeah. easier yeah. Than, because you just come out of your yeah. when, you, when you wake up you just come out of your unconscious yeah. mind like the dreams and all these things and this is why I write, when I write my books, I write from four to six in the morning, which is ridiculous mm. for, like, why? Because I can, I can also do that during the day. Yes. Because my kids don't live at home anymore. But I used to do that when the kids all lived at home because then I had my quiet time and it was, like, perfect time. I wrote from four to six and then at six o'clock I would go, like, journal and do all these morning practice things. And then when I started writing my books, when the, the kids were all out of the house, I thought, well, I can do this during the day. Yeah. But it's But you different. kept doing it between... Yeah, I started doing it during the day and then it, it's like stagnated yeah. and it didn't work so yeah. well or I got like the phone would go, just like something come up and, and then I wouldn't write. Yeah. And then I thought, I just want to... Because I thought it was... Like, like, those are the thoughts. That's ridiculous. Why would you get up at four in the morning yeah. and write till six o'clock and then the rest of your day you will have like... Why wouldn't you use the day for it? And then I thought, well, I can just at least give it a try. And then because writing at four o'clock is when I am so much mm -hmm. better in my subconscious mind. So I would just, I will not bargain. I always love to get up. It's like I will wake up at four. I don't even have to set the alarm clock. I would get up. I, would, I wouldn't even think about do I want to or do I, yeah. I don't feel like it's, it's not an, even an option. Yeah. I would just go sit, write. Be very happy when it's done. It's like, wow, the best part is already in the pocket. Yeah. yeah. It's actually so funny. You know, I was lately talking to a colleague about, uh, with mine about this. I said, like, uh, I grew up as a Muslim and my mom used to tell us, like, hey, in the morning, every morning, early morning, if you pray, it will be answered better and all. And I was like, you know, okay, she tells that. But yeah. I never knew the exact meaning of what do you mean by that? Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I don't really believe in these rules. But now, the older I get and the more I'm into reading and doing different courses about self-awareness, I'm like, now I understand it. You know, when you just, when you just wake up yeah. and when your subconscious mind or the, the tunnel there is still a little bit open, yeah. whatever you do, either it's writing, praying, meditating, yeah. whatever that is, something is happening there. Yeah, it's easier. Yeah. It's easier to connect. 
So about the law of attraction, for example, um, let's say we are experiencing something in our life and you hear a lot of people at moments complaining like, ah, yeah. but I didn't want this actually, you know, I didn't want that my relationship went like this, yeah. whatever that yeah. might be, you know, and I didn't do anything. But if you actually follow the law of attraction, it might mean but you attracted this to yourself. Yeah. Is there also another side of to, to look at for people to take at that moment personal responsibility and saying, hey, but I attracted that. Uh -huh. You can, yeah, take, take full responsibility for your own actions. But also I think it is important to, for what helps me is to know that the universe always works for me mm. it's never against me so even if something shows up in my life that i that i was like excuse me did i attract this i yeah. don't think so but then if i know that the universe is always working for me yeah then i will know that there is something in this hardship in this love opposites in this moment then in that moment is something for me to find yeah if you know that the law of attraction, like if you know that the universe always works for you, then you will go actively and search for what the meaning of that moment is to you. Yeah. There isn't anything. And it doesn't even matter. I was talking to Gil about this, about uh, my, um, uh, when in 2015, I had to go through six weeks of radiations, daily radiations. Yeah. And we were talking about, uh, did I attract that upon myself? Well, yeah. And he said, but why? And so, well, it doesn't even matter why I attracted that upon him. The only thing that matters is, okay, I have it now. Yeah. What am I going to do? What is in here that I can find that it is actually a good thing that it happened? There's so many things happening to us that in hindsight, we would think that was, even though we thought it was the worst day, mm -hmm. it was the worst time. Mm -hmm. And then in hindsight, we would say, that was actually a blessing Some, in disguise. Yes, exactly. And it's always in the heart of things. It's not, and this is what I really, uh, if you have all the teachings about the law of attraction, it's all about these, these high vibes only and positive things only. And, but it's in all the things. It is actually in all the things. So you are actually also call it find the joy in every in situation. Yeah, that is, that's the job. What is here to love? What is here to, where's the joy? Where's my freedom in this? Where is these, like all these high vibes, they are in the things. It's not like they're like separate from all the, the bad stuff. They are in everything. Yeah. They're in everything. Yeah. It's for us to find. My mom also used to teach this to us a lot. Like in every single situation, there is a learning for you. Absolutely. This comes to you in order to make you decide or make to learn something. Absolutely. That you can next time you do it differently. And then that comes, you think like, hey, now I got it maybe. And then this is also teaching something else to Absolutely. you. Absolutely. And it's a yeah. whole life journey, right? And I think it's very important to, to be aware of that because now with all the positivity and like we always have to feel good. Mm -hmm. But we never feel good all the time. Yeah. So you would like feel... This is why so many people are depressed. So many people are like, I'm not happy. I'm not happy. I'm not happy. You don't have to be happy. All the time. No. Yeah. You, you can't be happy all the time. But you can be fulfilled all the time. You can find it in everything. Yeah. You can find it in everything. And maybe not today. And then you just let it go. Just let it go. You will get up tomorrow. Yeah. It's okay. It's, there's nothing... There's nothing wrong with feeling bad yeah and i think also the more we resist the feeling the Absolutely. more it will persist yeah so actually everything will pass it even will. this conversation yeah. you know yeah. it will pass yeah and that also goes for all the good vibes yeah. and all the good feelings yeah. that the things that we will never want to end yeah they will end so it's it, we're either clinging to the things that we want to we would never want to yeah. end yeah or are we were resisting the things that we don't want to feel but yes. in both cases we're feeling them yeah so they will go all the joy it will go it will go so the happiness it what, will go what would you recommend then to the listener for example if they would say like hey but everything goes away the joy the the sadness the anger you know all yeah. these different emotions all what should you do then in the moment when you are in the anger in the sadness in the 
love like for example yeah. i don't know you you love someone so much oh we will stay all our lives together you know usually yeah. marriages start like that yeah. and then yeah it might not not or it or might well, yeah. we don't know yeah. that but what would you recommend people that want to look for joy and maybe still say but hey saying is easy but i can't find it but what? that's yeah but that's the thing saying is easy but living it is the same mm -hmm. with reading about the law of attraction and reading about all these things it's not the same as living it you gotta mm -hmm. live it you gotta feel it yeah. you gotta actually feel it in your body it's in the body it's not in the mind it's in the body you gotta feel it so and what helps for me is to know like in this moment mm -hmm. i am okay yeah. In this moment, I have joy. And I see all these things, like, as in characters. Like, like there's, a, there's a beautiful poem by Rumi about the guest house. And all the, he describes all these feelings as guests showing up in the guest house. Mm -hmm. And if you see them, like, sadness, joy, uh, anger, everything, all the feelings. Yeah. They're just characters in our lives. They, they come and visit. And then you just open the door, sit them down for tea, say, okay, what's up? How can I help? Yeah. How can you, what, what are you coming, to, what, what are you bringing me? Yeah. Why are you here? It just wants to be acknowledged. It just want to be felt. It just wants to be seen. And then it's like, okay, thank you so much. And it's gone. Yeah. And you are, you have valuable information because you know why anger came. You know why grief came. You know why sadness came because it will tell you. Yeah. But if you don't want to look at it because no, 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 no. Put it I'm under the only, carpet. Yeah, I'm only doing positive vibes, sorry. <laughs> it will keep knocking on your door. Mm. It's not going to go away. It just wants to be seen. And if you talk subconscious mind, it's like this subconscious mind of ours is like seven, year old, seven years mm -hmm. old because th these first seven years are the years that we are actually unconscious all the time like very black and white but then we start to be like teachers and parents mm -hmm. and all these people they're all these beliefs the things that we start to believe is yeah. our belief system so our subconscious mind is not so much older than seven years so it's actually like a small child yeah. with all these feelings and it's the small child that wants to be seen so that's all you have to do is like see it. So you also said like your CEO is seven years old, a grandma is seven years old, a mom is seven years old. I was a seven-year-old seven year everything, a seven-year-old mm. entrepreneur, a seven-year-old writer, seven-year-old mom, grandma, all these things. Yeah. Because I wasn't aware of how important this uh, subconscious mind is. and Because we're like, and this is why sometimes I have to laugh with all these things that we're like on these mindset trainings and we, we are like doing all this on the minds like the subconscious mind and the conscious mind, what we're doing is drilling the conscious mind. We mm -hmm. want to raise the awareness of the conscious mind. But we're like only 5% yeah. of our day it's in like our conscious mind. It's like the top of the iceberg. And the rest of the day, like the 95% of the rest of the day, we're in our subconscious mind. And that, that is actually the seven-year-old mm -hmm. and our lower self, like, like actually setting the whole day up. Yeah. So if we're not aware of the of the subconscious mind of the unconscious mind then we are we do not understand why we mess things up yeah so you know like for example about these emotions we can experience that ourselves we attract them with our thoughts but it's a little bit getting complex when you are involved with someone yeah. else you know uh, um, many years ago i went to a course about identities and there uh, what I have experienced is like, for example, if your, let's say, sister is kind of this type of person and you have difficulty to engage with her, to talk to her, to, you know, just to be good sisters, whatever uh -huh. the good sisters is, like, if you don't deal with that at that moment, next time another person in another outfit, another looking another way, sister. another sister, which is not the sister, but name, no, no, another exactly, name, yes, whatever like it another is, another person. That is going to put that in your face as a mirror. Like, yeah. hey, but you did not deal it there. Yeah. But now I'm back yeah. as Amber instead of uh, whatever yeah. Yeah. Other, other name. Um, what would you recommend uh, when you are actually uh, clashing with some people in thoughts? It can be in relationship. Friendship is also a relationship. Uh, how do we actually... Uh, feel through our emotions because for example I would say then okay feel through the emotions 
just yell at the person. That's your emotion, right? Your anger. Well, feeling is not the same as shouting. Exactly, exactly, exactly. But, uh, what is a way to deal with that in a way which is actually um, helping you to go through that situation and actually also uh, make you learn how to uh, have this relationship with the, that person, that identity? I think that the emphasis on the law of attraction is uh, the law of attraction is the law that is most wanted. We want to work with the law of attraction because it can bring us everything. Yes, exactly. But it's not the only universal law. There's so many universal laws, like like 12 big universal laws. And if you know these laws, they will help you to make the law of attraction work for you. They all work together. So if you look to the law of oneness, yeah. This will say, I am that. We are all one. Mm -hmm. I am mm -hmm. that. The minute somebody annoys us and I go to the I am that, I know where I am that. I know if I, if I, it's like the law of reflection. Mm -hmm. You can just see it in somebody else. Somebody else is just showing you what's going on inside. You're attracting it. Something yeah. inside needs that lesson, needs that clash, needs it. And also our vibration is pulling that kind of vibration out of the other person and vice versa. Mm. But the law of oneness, because we all have everything. Yeah. We all have the good, the bad and the ugly. We have everything. But we just want other people to know that we have the good ones. Yeah. But we all have everything. Only those are in our shadow. Those are in our subconscious mind. We don't want anybody else to know that. But we will know. We will know that I am that. Yeah. Oh, I can be a bitch. So if you cannot see, if you see something in someone else, it can be a love. It can yeah. be a being yeah. a bitch. I mean, Anything. you see it because you have it in you that you see it. And that's really difficult to it, you got admit it. it to yourself. Yeah. Because every resistance actually tells you something about yourself. About yourself. Yeah. So if you point to somebody else, you're always pointing with three fingers yeah. to yourself. And that is, if you are aware enough to do that, and sometimes the, the whole feeling will take mm. over and you will just start mm. shouting like, yeah. like a mad woman. But if, if I can be aware enough to realize that the law of oneness is real too, it's like, I am that. Where am I being a bitch? Where am I being um, innocent? Where am I being um, stupid? Where yeah. am I being that? Because it's always the annoying things that we see yeah. in somebody else. And then if we see the good things in somebody else, which we have, it's just a law of reflection, just a law of oneness. If we see something in somebody else that we really admire, or we think, oh my God, if I would be like that, mm -hmm. I am that. But if we go to the I am that in that, it was like, no, 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 no. I can never yeah, be yeah. that. Yeah. So we, we, we will not acknowledge the fact that I am that, whether good or bad. So actually also the joy in that for me, it would be like, thank you so much because you are teaching me something that I have in me and that I can work on it. Yeah, absolutely. And this is why teaching is like, I, I uh, would love to say that I'm a transformational teacher, mm -hmm. whether it's in school, whether it's in my books, whether it's my children, but I am being transformed mm -hmm. by being a teacher. Because yeah. in the classroom, you get it like... So many different identities constantly. Oh my goodness. You are in for treat. Yeah. Like the, the law yeah. of oneness. I am that. I am that. I am that. So yeah. you will get what you are. Yeah. And what you see. And it's like, oh, I got some work to do. Oh, yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Wow, that's yeah. a good one. Yeah. Okay, I have actually asked a lot of questions around, but I'm going to still look at my notebook, yeah. what I wrote down. Um, so you, you said, I, I think it was on your website. I'm not fully sure about that. I love to experiment with universal laws. Yeah. So how do you do that? How does it look like? Well, because those are laws that you cannot see. So yeah. it is something that you have to believe before you can see it. And we are being taught that you have to see it before you can believe it. Mm -hmm. So we have to, because we cannot see it, it is something that I have to trust. Mm -hmm. I have to m consciously make a choice that I believe that this is actually true. And I will go on an experiment to test it out, to see, okay, I am for usually 28 days, I had 20, like 28 days to, 
to find the evidence and have your brain on board yeah. because your brain will go in length to to prove it wrong mm -hmm, or to prove it mm -hmm. otherwise so your I analytical have, brain eh? the analytical yes, mind yeah yeah it will for sure so i have by doing an experiment i can actually uh, have a compromise with my analytical mind brain mm -hmm. that it's only an experiment you know it's nothing serious it's not like i'm like totally woo woo or whatever all these things that I don't want to be. It's like, it's just an experiment. I'm just going to test it out. I'm going to see yeah. if it's... I mean, there's so many people who are working with this law. Yeah. Um, let's see if it's true or not. But for the sake of the experiment, for 28 days, I choose to believe that it works. So did you recently do an experiment like this with something I thought, the 28 days? Well, I done the 28 days, the, the pocket full of joy yeah. is a 28 day experiment with yeah. the love traction. That's what you have uh, designed, right? That is what I've created, created and I'm, yeah. I'm doing, of course, my own experiments to see if yeah. they're actually working. Yeah. And now I'm doing the 28 day experiments with uh, freedom, yeah. pocket full of freedom, 28 day uh, experiment with the law of attraction. Yeah. And for 28 days, you park your fears, you park your doubts, you park your all these nagging, nagging, nagging yeah. thoughts in your mind. It's like every time they come up, it's like it's only for 28 days. After if it's if it turns out to be bullshit, I'll be back in 28 days and I'll come and pick you up. 29th day, I'm back. <laughs> I'm back. And then because you need time for your neural pathways in your brain to make new neural pathways, mm -hmm. we're so conditioned to think specific thoughts. And we need to create other kind of thoughts yeah. in order to feel a different feeling and feel better and have the law of attraction work for us. So I love experimenting because it is experiments can fail. Yeah. An experiment is something that you try to see whether it works or not. It's not like I am going to do this. I'm going to be better. I'm going to be the best version of mm -hmm. myself. I'm going to be mm -hmm. all these things that I think I need in order to be I think I need, because you might also end up realizing I don't actually need that. Mm -hmm. I thought I, I need thought that. I what I just that. told you about, you know, going to the exactly. States. Exactly. That was such a wonderful example. Yeah. Like maybe I can share it with the listeners yeah, too. Yeah, like, you know, It's a really cool story. Um, I used to date an American guy and so I uh, applied always for a green card, always every year in October. So in case I get a green card from the lottery. And then we already broke up, but I, you know, it was standard in my calendar, October, apply for the green card. And I apply for a green card and every year, uh, unfortunately, you are not selected for the no, green card. No, it's just for the lucky people. Exactly. Yeah. And now we are in this beautiful place, the Lutterhof in Amsterdam, where it's I like live. It's really, really, really beautiful. Yeah, it is super nice. I'm so lucky to live here, actually. So the 16th of May in 2008, I get a phone call. I live in a hotel. My company has relocated me to Amsterdam from Denmark. And uh, Lutro, of course, like, hey, we have a spot for you. And I'm like, okay, but tomorrow I'm going to Japan for three uh, months or three weeks. And then they said like, but you have to come and sign. I said, okay, I'll come because I need a place. I don't want yeah. to stay in a hotel anymore. I, in the evening, pack everything for Japan check my calendar, in my calendar, check green card lots. I was like, ah, oh, again, you know, I didn't pay any attention to it. it. It just became a habit every year again, checking. And then congratulations, you are you selected. Are the lucky winner. The lucky oh winner God, of yeah. a green card. I was like, no, how is this possible? Next day I come, I sign for the Lutherov, I go to Japan and in Japan, I really get back into feel, what do I feel? Do I want to go to the States? Do I want to stay in the Netherlands? And you know, the States was a big dream. Like I want to go there. And I deliberately, consciously, as you said, made the decision. Yeah, I don't really feel like, or like it. I don't want it. So I'm going to stay in the Netherlands. But it was such a big turning point. Something yeah. I wanted for such a long, I, I won't say that long, maybe five, six years, but such a, strong will like i wanted I that yeah. nothing else this and yeah. then i get it and i'm yeah. like i don't yeah. want it but that's such a beautiful example though because also the minute you don't really need it anymore mm. it will show up it's the neediness of all these things that we want to manifest yeah. that we actually have this i want it it's if the minute you want something really bad 
you come from a lack yeah. because you think I don't have it yet. I need that in order to be happy. I yeah. need that in order to be yes. successful. I need that in order to be able to live in the States. I need that. But the neediness is a negative vibe. Yeah. Because it's a scarcity you, vibe. It's a, absolutely coming from scarcity yeah. and lack. Yeah. So, and speaking of the American dream, I had the same thing when my first book is a Dutch book, Leven. Yeah. And that was... How would you translate it in English? Uh, grand and Vivacious Living. Grand? Uh, grand and Vivacious Living. Okay. An ode to the ordinary. Okay. It was like the simple life well lived. Yeah. And I was uh, with an American publisher who wanted to publish it. And we were in a very, like, it was just before Christmas. And the only thing we were still discussing, because I had my illustrations, and we were discussing how are we going to do it? How are we actually going to get the, like, the drawings here? And uh, well, how are we going to do with the translation? Because I wrote everything by hand. So he said, well, after uh, Christmas, I'll come back to you and we'll discuss how we're, what the next step is. Yeah. And then he came back after Christmas and he said, we're so sorry to say, but we're not going to do it. And in fir the first second, I was like, wait, what? We were so far along. It was like almost like signed, sealed yeah, and delivered. Yeah. And then he said, so sorry, we're not going to do it because it was in the beginning with uh, the e-books. And he said, I'm sure that if it's like a, 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 like a physical book, everybody would be sold. But as an e-book, it is, I don't dare to do it. And it's like full color. It's expensive book to create. Mm -hmm. And I was like, the first second I was like, huh? But what the most surprising thing was after two seconds, I felt such a relief. Yeah. And I was like, how can I feel so relieved if just an American dream yeah. is like gone to pieces? Yeah. But the, the physical feeling of the relief was so real. So I, I, draw, I, had, I, I got my pen because I journal everything I was like what is going on how come I am so relieved yeah. while an American dream is not coming through and I was already working on my second book uh, Less is a Luxury yeah and, and how come because I was in in, uh, in Grand and Vivacious in Grote Mislepend I have these like 10 uh, sub personalities mm -hmm. and um Two of them are like the strivers, the ones that want to like have success and want to have more of everything. And the rest of them are the artist, the mom, the teacher, mm -hmm. like the simple yeah. life yeah. lovers. Yeah. They were inside of me. They were like celebrating. It's like, oh my God, this is so good. Yeah. Now we can finally go for a walk with the dogs again. Now yeah. we can finally just be with the kids and have, don't have to like translate one book and create another book. There were, and I was like, wow, I've never even thought, I've never even questioned if I wanted the American dream. It was just like, wow, this is just such an opportunity. Who doesn't want the American dream? But I felt such a relief. And even with the whole like social media hypes in, in the States, mm -hmm. you know, like and all these things, I hadn't even asked myself if I wanted it. I thought that I wanted, of course I wanted yeah. that. But apparently I didn't want it. So, yeah, but, that, but you had to go through that experience you have to go through in that experience. order to realize. And that's the same goes for all these material things that we want to manifest with the law of attraction, mm -hmm. either money, success. We, we go for the big things. Yeah. And it's not in the big things. Yeah. That is my trouble with the law of attraction. You go after all these things that you don't really need. Yeah. Because just because you can, you can create it. But what I also think like Lou, uh, about things you want, you, you, if you're really persistent and you want it so much, what, what I would say also to myself, just, okay, you want it, go and try. Because I rather prefer... That you yeah, go sure. and try yeah. and realize like, hey, I don't need that green card. I don't need the book uh, yeah. contract. Instead of like saying, yeah, but maybe I had to Absolutely. do it. And of course you can, you know, also think about where you put your energy in. Because, you know, you have a certain amount of energy and where do you put it in? In uh, getting a book contract or a green card. But I really believe it is popping up constantly because maybe there is something for you to realize there. absolutely because that green card thing did not even uh, only make me realize that i don't want to have the green card but many other things in my life was like hey but i think i want that but i don't want that i think i want to be with him but i actually not it just fell in a place yeah weirdly enough yeah 
But this is why with pockets full of joy and pockets full of freedom, yeah. you go to a frequency, you manifest a frequency rather than a material thing. Mm. Because if you manifest joy, the feeling of joy, yeah. you feel more joyful, more joyful, more joyful. You feel more free, more free, more free every day. Yeah. This is how you manifest everything and anything that matches your joy. Yeah. And this is where it is the most mind-blowing way of working with the law of attraction i think is because you will attract things that you wouldn't you didn't even know you wanted exactly you didn't even Ex you could it's really unlimited unlimited absolutely it's unlimited it's it's like bigger than i would ever put on my vision board i wouldn't even know i'd put it on my vision board but if i go to the do the frequency of freedom and the frequency of joy then everything I attract, because that's what the law of attraction does. It gives me more of the vibration I'm sending out. So I will give you more joy. I will give you more to joy about. I will give you more freedom. I give you more. And that is when you know, because the thing is, the way you feel while you're manifesting something yeah. will tell you how you will feel once it is manifested. Mm. So let's say you, like a lot of us want to manifest like the seven figure business or the, the whatever. Yeah. We go for that. It's like, oh, I want to have the success. I want to have this. And then we start to grind it and we start to work hard. It's like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I will, I will enjoy it once it's there. Yeah. The feeling that you're having, you can, you can manifest it. It's not a problem to yeah. manifest it. I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't have to be on the good vibes. You can just manifest it. If you're strong enough, your will is strong enough, your focus is strong enough, you will manifest yeah. it. The only thing is that once you manifest it and you go in it like the grinding and the working hard and the hustle, that is also going to be the vibration that you will have once you have it. It's like now you have the seven-figure business and guess what? You still don't feel good. Yeah, you have a different energy. Very, very different energy that you started with, actually. And the energy of... Because it is... I mean, the whole... Um, the journey is the destination. Yeah. Is true. Yeah. We have the joy and the, the fulfillment of the creating of the manifestation. It is in the creating that we actually feel the joy, that we actually feel the freedom, that we actually feel the excitement, the, um, the what is going to happen, you know, because you don't know yet. You're in the unknown. But if you find your joy, then, then every step of the way, it's going to be joyful. It's going to be freedom. But being in the unknown is something that so many people are feeling. We don't want to go there. Many, many, many people. And also, like, you know, from an analytical mind, analytical mind would say, like, hey, I want to have that car, that house, yeah. or whatever, that's business, that seven-figure business. I think I want to have. I think yeah. I want to have, yeah. and then I will yeah. be happy. But if we actually really go one step back, don't we, shouldn't we ask ourselves, what kind of emotions would we like to experience? experience? Is it freedom? Is it love? Maybe you think, if I have the money, I will experience freedom. Yeah. I mean, and it might or it not. Might. We don't know that. You. But the, 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 the way to get it, this is why you want to know what is the, what is the actually the, the feeling below the thing that we want to manifest. So yeah. if it's money, what is the essence exactly. of that money? Yeah. What does money stand for? For me, it's always freedom. It gives me the freedom mm. to do whatever I like to do, to travel, to create. To do. And for me, if, if I go like uh, yeah, human design, gene keys, if you go to uh, why my relationship to money is simplicity. Yeah. All money has to do for me is give me freedom to create. Yeah. All I want to do is create stuff, make stuff, have, be with the family, be teach like the simple life. I love the simple life. Yeah. So if I start striving for these things that I don't even want, is it's not going to make me happy. So if I need to know what is money, what is the essence of money to me, is freedom. That means that I have to live my freedom now. And mm -hmm. that is actually what will bring me the money. Mm. It's not that the money will bring me freedom. Yeah. The freedom will bring me the money. If I am on the vibration of freedom, then money is also a frequency. Money is also energy. So if I am on the frequency of freedom and freedom is equal to money for me, is equal to abundance, abundance is much more than money, then it will attract 
the money that I need to live that freedom. So let's say, for example, an artist, say, you know, there's a very stereotypical idea about artists in the society. Like, yeah. let's say a painter. I mean, you have to be an extremely good painter in order to make, make a living, make yeah. a living yeah. even, you know. Yeah. But you have a lot of joy of making paintings, yeah. painting. You, you, you love it so much. So does that mean then start with the painting just do it because and experience the joy go for it and the money will come or if yeah. if it's right the money will come how does that work? if your mind is your if your thoughts are right the money will come because there it is such an ingrained limiting belief that art does not make any money yeah and it's not even only the limiting belief that art doesn't make money like on in amsterdam in the north of amsterdam you have this this um uh, and Yeah, where you have like all the graffiti. Yeah, and, well, and there's, yeah. A, there's a, like a, a big uh, piece on there. It's like make art, not money. Yeah. But it should be make art and, and money. money. Yeah. This, this that's is like... That's the belief and that's the thought. Absolutely. And If this I is make what art, make I can't make money and then you will experience that. But absolutely. you can also experience I make, make art and, and I make money. money. And which gives me freedom, for example. For example, but it's also like the limiting belief that it's commercial mm. to make money with art. If mm. you make money, then it's not art, then it's commercial. So you have to be really aware of what am I actually mm. thinking about what I'm... I can create in joy, I can be really inspired, I can make beautiful art mm. piece. But then if my mind goes to, uh, well, this is going to waste because nobody's going to buy this or how, how can I even, you know, I don't even want to know what to ask for this piece. Yeah. So it's all the limiting beliefs about the art that will hold back the money. So I can imagine now, Lou, for me, it's, it's clear, but I think it can be even more clear. You know, I also yeah. need to think yeah, about yeah, it because yeah. I'm using my analytical mind. Yeah, yeah. If I would that is not the first it, place to go, though, it, because you got to understand it first. Yeah. In order to grab the concept mm -hmm. and then take it to your body yeah. to know how it feels and what you're actually... Because if you know how you feel, you know what you're actually thinking. Yeah. So if the Bridging Podcast listener now would say like, okay, it's I kind of understand it. It's a little bit vague, but yeah. I would like to experiment with it. Like, yeah. is pockets full of joy a way to that is is it also in english no it's just in uh ju not just uh, yeah. at this moment it's in dutch it's, it's, i spoke like the same a, language. <laughs> oh like what is telling what is this telling us are we still and yeah, are yeah. we still alive uh, yeah oh yeah we're still um, alive i have run it past the same um the same uh publisher in america Mm -hmm. who is very excited about it, yeah. but is also very... We've created a beautiful box. Yeah. I wanted to bring you one, but I don't have any myself ah. anymore. So, um, But I will make sure that you get one. Oh, thank um, you so much. It's beautiful. It's beautiful, but it's very expensive to create. Yeah. And uh, we chose to do that. But in America, that is... So we said, well, I really, really love it. But it's like, it's... What if we just do the books... And the poster instead of the box and the whole thing. It's like, yeah, but it's an experience. It's not just about the book. Mm -hmm. It's it's the whole thing. Mm -hmm. So um, we're not sure yet whether we're going to do it in... But for now, it's in Dutch. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that will be a Dutch experiment. Um, the good thing about joy, and, and this is also Abraham Hicks. Abraham Hicks, it's it's always about the joy. Yeah, always. And, it's, and for me, it's been proven time and time again... If you do what gives you the most joy, then everything else will follow. And for me, that I could experiment with it the same as what we started out with. I am a mom mm -hmm. and a nana, but I started out as a mom. And by being the mom of my children, that was my biggest joy. Yeah. I really... Yeah. And before that, I was a model. I made money easily, yeah. effortlessly. And then I got these children. I was like, oh my God, I got it all wrong before. It's like... And you realized with that experience. With the having of my first child. Mm -hmm. And then the others would follow yeah. like uh, suit because I was like, oh my God, now I know why I'm here. The love that came free yeah. of having this little baby... And the whole thing about the whole modeling and all the, the like the jet set kind of life I was in before mm -hmm. I became a mom, I was, um, even though I was still modeling, but it was, so I did make my money, but in a different, in a different setting. 
for me, by choosing to be with my children, yeah. So don't go abroad anymore. Don't do the trips. Don't all do. Sometimes I would work, but like it didn't work for me so much anymore. I just wanted to be with the kids, mm-hmm. and especially because the, their dad and I broke up when I was pregnant with number three, and I wanted to be. I wanted to have like more stretch in the money that I had, uh, and I thought I just want to be with the children. Did you raise them uh, by yourself? I raised them by myself for two years, and then I met my husband, yeah. Pascal, and he has been my husband for yeah. 23 years now. So he uh, he and I did a lot together, and their father is still in their life. Mm-hmm. So it's but it's I was I wanted to be I was the one who wanted to be with the children. Yeah. So every time I chose to be with the children for the joy that yeah. it gave me, it didn't even give me only the joy. It gave me the job as yeah. well because first when I started doing that, then teaching came because I loved the whole educational thing about bringing up these children. So I thought, well, you know, if I'm not going to be a model, I probably have to, I still had a limiting belief on money. I thought yeah. I, I gotta have to like work full time yeah. in order to like look after my kids, look after the family. And uh, I didn't know about law of attraction back then. So I thought, well, to go to school would be a really good idea because then we have like the same times and same holidays and mm-hmm. all these things. And I can just teach on the school where my kids, my exactly. kids go. So experiment, I had this experiment line. also on them. Exactly. Oh, absolutely. I did everything <laughs> I on them first. I was like, oh my God, I've got such a good idea. And then I would try it out on them. So we had a good time trying things out. And so then I became a teacher. But um, then when the kids got bigger and older I was like I don't want to be away from home so much I want to just teach my class of three instead of like the big classes yeah. so then I st- I but then these limiting beliefs come up it's like you and first I've done it before and then limiting beliefs came up when my husband and I met and we bought a house together and then uh, we we moved house so I thought well now the kids have a new man in the house new neighborhood everything I want to be there for the kids and then limiting beliefs come up like you have to be uh, you have to be self-sufficient. Yeah, you have to yeah. be you cannot be dependent on anybody else. So these come mm-hmm, up the big mm-hmm. times like because yes, yes. my husband he said, "Well, you know, it, well, if you have like a mission to be a teacher, please do so." Yeah. But if you would love to just be with your children for a while, be my guest yeah. and make enough money for all of us. Yeah. So and I was like, <gasps> I want that. And I said, no, 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 I can't do that because... I want that, but I can't do it. You exactly. Know, the, yeah. the limiting beliefs. Mm-hmm. Like, you have to be self-sufficient. You have to take care of yourself. You have to... And I thought, well, I know I can take care of myself. I've done it. I've done this by myself. I know I can do this. And I can always make money. I mean, yeah. it's not, money is not the... Ops, it's not, that's not the problem. The yeah. problem is my mindset about really my following my joy and staying with the children... And then um, not giving that. myself Embracing permission that. to do that because of all the yeah buts. Yeah. So that was very interesting. And later in life, and then I did have a mission to go uh, to be a teacher. So I did in, end up in school. And then my, my kids were bigger. And I thought, well, they are just growing so fast. I just want to be home with the children again. So if you ask me, go big or go home, mm-hmm. I would always say home. Yeah. And so I went home again and I started to draw in my, just in my journal about the simple life well lived with my children. It's like, this is the proof of our life together. This is what we've been doing. This is what we've been feeling. This is what we've been experiencing. I was starting to draw and write about that. Mm -hmm. And then because I used to be a model, then there was a piece in the Glamour. They did a piece on ex-models with a new passion and they asked me to be on that piece. Yeah. So I said yes. And the one who uh, interviewed me for that piece, she um, emailed me two months later. She says, I am with this publisher and I am doing, um, um, uh, I was just thinking about your work because I'm, I'm writing a piece about a book and I just really thought about your work. Would you mind if I would introduce you to this publisher? You were invited. I was invited, <laughs> projector style. I was invited by this publisher and we just had this wonderful uh, meeting about just who am I, what am I doing? And she said, I would love for you to do a book about that simple life well lived. Grand of Vivacious Living, an Ode to the Ordinary. It's Grootsemeisleper Leven, an Ode aan Dagelijkse Sleur. Yeah. Just by, so this is why I know that if you follow your joy, 
even in lots of times there is no money to be found in that what you really love or that is what you think because we have limiting beliefs on how money can come to you it's mm -hmm. true if you like if you motherhood itself will not make you money yeah because it's the it's the one job the hardest job Probably and, and always thinking get... like only a job can bring you abundance exactly. or money. Money only can only come through work. Yeah, money can only through come through a spouse. Money can only come from from um, a business. Mm -hmm. But those are it is the field of unlimited possi possibility. There's unlimited ways of money flowing to you. And if you follow what, what you really, really love, what you really love to do most of all the things, and then tackle all these limiting beliefs that come up, because they will. They will tell you that that is not possible. Mm -hmm. That is ridiculous. That is like, yeah, when hell freezes over. That is, what we, that is the work that we need to do. We need to do the inside job. You follow the joy. You will f tackle everything that comes up, because it will. Yeah. And then... It will, if you follow the joy and you give yourself permission to just be joyful, and this is why you need to let go of the end result because you won't even know. I had never, ever thought of myself as a writer or as yeah. an author. It would not have been on my vision board. I, would, I didn't even know I yeah. could. I didn't even know I could write. I didn't even know I could draw. Yeah. I didn't know. I started to draw and write out of a, a like really an urge almost to to create this life with my family and have it as like living proof yeah. of a life well spent together. And that love for that, that joy that gave me, gave me also the book. Yeah. It wasn't the other way around. So the books are a, actually, a, 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 it just came from joy. It's actually so funny. This makes me so much think of when I was 24, I went to a summer school in Istanbul, living in the Netherlands, working actually as a pedagogue. And I just felt I want to stay here. It's so nice. The weather is nice. I was in an international environment. I didn't have a job. And I quit my job 24. But, you know, I also grew up as, oh, you have to study, get a job, just make yeah. a career. And I was like, no, no, I'm just going to do that. I just did not know what was going to happen, honestly. No. And my English at that time was really really not good i believe then <laughs> i ended up i ended up working at an international school teaching myself first english in the evenings then the kids i was a homeroom teacher classroom teacher yeah. and i lived there for five years and i think yeah. it's one of the best times of my life everything came to me yeah and I, I didn't expect Projector anything. Style. I didn't expect anything, nothing. I started teaching English to adults and all sometimes on the weekend because they asked me. And I was like, hey, but me? I'm not good at English. And, you know, the people I met, the international vibe. And still, you know, without expecting anything, I'm still in touch with those people, close friends wow, of yeah. mine. And... Sometimes I think like there, I closed kind of my eyes and just did it. But the older I'm also getting, the, the, actually I, I do a lot of courses and all, but still I can fall easier back into the thinking mind. Yeah. Then, you know, then that girl 24 with the guts or uh -huh. even not the guts. I don't know if it was, I just did it because for example, what I really love the most, you said like being a mama uh, and yeah. a grandma, or you also said it on other podcasts. I love traveling. And yeah. in my travel, what I uh, never forget is not a site or something, but the conversations I had with people. Yeah, wonderful. Like this conversation, you know, it just stays in my mind and I love traveling. And since the COVID, I stayed last year a lot in the Netherlands, except the three months I was gone. But I'm just, I'm really wanting to travel more this year to just walk of the sake of walking. Yeah. No, without a plan. What am I going to do? No, no, no. Just yeah. walking on the streets at the beach. Yeah. Because it feeds me yeah. and I love it. And, yeah. and the unknown comes really to me. I, full, I have experienced it yeah. in Istanbul. Yeah. And this is like the law of vibration is like what you vibrate with, what you vibrate with. And this is why you want to follow what really lights mm. you up. Yeah. And in that, there, in there is also your money. Yeah. There's also your livelihood. 
what brings you alive will bring you your livelihood. Yeah. So if you follow that and if you trust it, and this is why it is so good if you can just let go of all the things that you think you want. Yes. Because that is not going to bring you what you're actually here for. Yeah. You are, because of our mind and all of these things that we can create, or we think we need to create, or we th think we have to have in order to be happy yeah. or successful or whatever, is actually blocking your true prosperity. Okay. It's actually blocking it. I have been blocking the teaching for a long time because you cannot make money in teaching. Yeah. Not the kind of money that you can make in Is that a belief? Is yeah, that absolutely. A belief? Yeah, that's a belief. That is a belief. That is a well-known belief. There's no money in, in teaching. It's also a collective it's belief. It's a collective belief. Yeah. And so we, we will keep it that way as yeah. well. But by, by holding it off because... I thought, well, I can make more money as an entrepreneur. I mean, it's the same as with when I was still a model and then I started teaching and I had like to teach the whole month mm -hmm. for what I normally had. Like, I didn't even have my makeup on. Yeah. It's like, but this is also how limiting beliefs start yeah. because the fulfillment of this teaching yeah. was bigger for this smaller amount of work yes. than the fulfillment as a model, and even though I had a wonderful time as a model, I'm not bashing the modeling mm -hmm. at all because it gave me the travel, it gave me, I could live in New York, in Paris, even in London, mm -hmm. I had in Tokyo. It gave me a lot. It gave me so many things. It also gave me an eating disorder, but it gave me a lot of good things. And but the fulfillment of being a teacher and of being a mom, mm -hmm. oh my God, it was so much deeper and better. The whole modeling work to me was more superficial. It was always about how I looked. Yeah. This was about how I feel. Yeah. That made all the difference. So I had also this limiting belief of, okay, if I make a lot of money, it's shallow. Yeah. If I make a little money... It is purpose, it is good, it is... I had this such uh, a no. long time, such a long time, like, I'm a good person, I'm if a I'm a teacher, mm -hmm. doctor, yeah. doctors make maybe a little bit more, but teacher, yeah. nurse, yep. uh, you know, I'm a good person, I don't have many, but I'm a good person, but I'm a good person, but, I'm a, but, but if I'm a businesswoman, if I yeah. am a lawyer, if I'm this... Yeah. I'm successful, but I'm not a good person. Uh, and I have a lot yeah, of money. So true. <laughs> but this is how we subconsciously think about these, these ways of being yeah, or, yeah. The, or these, these, yeah. So Lou, you really have to come back. We are running out of time. Yeah. My last question. I actually, it's funny enough. I made myself just go through the conversation. I just looked once at my uh, yeah. book. So my last question is actually... Uh, the Bridging Podcast is about taking the listener on a bridge, sometimes yeah. to a familiar place, sometimes to a new place. Yeah. If you could take the listener on a bridge, yeah. you know, it might be a real yeah. touching thing or not a touching thing, where would that be? Well, that bridge would probably be like a bridge between your comfort zone and your own comfort zone. Mm. I think that is like, for me, that is living on the edge. Living on the edge means that I am living on this on this bridge, on this, this brink of my comfort zone into my uncomfort zone because it's in the unknown where all the magic happens. Mm -hmm. So if we're not willing to get at least a little... You don't have to go way out. You just want to go outish. Yeah. You want to take that bridge. Take the bridge into the unknown. Trust for at least 28 days. And after that, you can just go back to your old self but for 28 days like choose to believe that the law of attraction is real i really choose hope to believe to do that take that bridge and do not cross it back till after 28 days your brain needs these 28 days to rewire themselves i really hope that your book and pockets full of joy comes out very soon in english please <laughs> but if yeah. people would say hey i would just want to get in touch with lou where can they find you they can find and about me your work uh on the best way to go is to my website because i have quit social media again okay yeah because it's just too much information for me and it just takes me away from my i need my hands yeah. to like hug kids and create yes. stuff and 
So it takes too much of my brain and too much of my time and too much of my energy. But my publisher, uh, Miro, she does um, my my social media. Sometimes you can go there if you oh, want to like. I would love that. Look for IGTV. <laughs> I would love that. that is like someone that does her Instagram. Uh, yeah, really, I love her for that. That is just mm-hmm. wonderful. So I, the only place that I am is at home. Okay. Like my home on the World Wide Web is lunistelt.com. Okay. And there you can find. Uh, everything and anything you want to know. Will, we will put it all in the episode notes. Yeah. And if something comes up in English, do let me know. I then will. I will also let my I listeners know. I will for know. sure. I will thank for sure. Thank you so, so much from you the too. bottom of my heart. Really, this was thank so cool. you. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you, Universe, for bringing us together. together. Yes, yeah. thank you, Universe. The law of attraction uh, is really good. Heerlijk. Now, let's <laughs> stop zetten. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you loved this episode. If you have loved it, please leave a review. If you did not love it, please also leave a review. And so I can make a better one next time. And if you want to know more about the workshops and courses I am teaching, visit my website ozkanozlem.com. I will spell it for you. It's a Turkish name. O-Z-K-A-N-O-Z-L-E-M.com. May you be the best version of yourself today. Bye for now.